0: Hello and welcome to Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. I am Elvis, your host. And I'm here to let you know that this is a not safe for work podcast. We are teachers at the end of the week and really the end of our rope, and we'd like to be able to talk honestly and openly about education without having to worry about losing our jobs. So we'll be using pseudonyms throughout the podcast. Hence the Elvis. I'd like to give a big shout out to all of our patrons over at Patreon who help make this special. That's right, for as little as five ten dollars a month, you can sign up for our Patreon and help support Teacher Needs a Drink Podcast. You get access to all kinds of great special audio recordings. We have over a 100 bonus episodes in there. And also, you get to have your name right at the beginning of the podcast, like these amazing people. Kaylee, Terry J., Justin M., Tracy B., Miss Wonderstats, Quentin P., Eckebex, Mistress Mischief, Natasha S., Miss Anthropy, Princess Buttercup, Dragon Lady, Kelsey, Helena C., Aaron B., Stephanie S., Texas Teacher Kristen, James Nally J., Jody D., Samantha D., Lisa C., Rachel, Jin, Genie, Exhausted Band Director, Kimberly K., Jess a Swiffle F owners, Amanda F, Ariana L, Physics runner Steph, Michael M. William P Aldrich T Lescar Pianita, Britt M, Teresa H Biker Teach, Marcia M, Christina B, Jason F, Abby B, Sarah B, Regina N, Josie S, Sam B, Mary E, Jamie B, Kristen W, Vanessa J, Mary C, RJR, Kristen C, Johanna H, Ermie A, Nimi, and Sarah N. Big thank you to all of them. I'd also like to give a big thank you to our other sponsor, Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, you should go to LudlamDramatics.com. They have all the best educational theater resources you can have. They have classroom posters, amazing things on there. And they're one of the only sources for it in the United States of America. Go Ludlam Dramatics! Woohoo! All right, folks, I'm still taking a little hiatus from the podcast so I can just kind of get my house in order. I have a very, very... Wonderful episode here with Mama Chicken, Bunny O'Hare, and uh, hosting for the first time, Mister Count Chocolate. You know him, you love him, and he listened to him do amazing job. All right, friends, I'll be back in a week or so. Love you, cheers, and enjoy the episode.
1: All
2: right, welcome to Teaching balls, 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 I am your guest host for today, a.k.a. the substitute teacher, Count Chocolate. I am joined by two friends. Let me introduce them. Yay! (laughs) And then you can already hear them. First, we have Mama Chicken. Hey,
3: Count. I have no clever chicken jokes to share today. However, I am super happy to talk to you.
2: That is so awesome. I am so glad to have you here. And we also are joined by the lovely Miss Bunny O'Hare.
1: Hey, Count. Hey, Mama Chicken. (laughs)
2: Hi. So, this is interesting. Uh, Being a (laughs) guest substitute teacher, I think it's kind of fun. I'm extremely nervous, but I think we're going to have a good time. And let's start by saying this. We are Past spring break here. And we are in such a (laughs) lull. I am not enjoying where I'm presently at. Because we already are going to have a shortened like spring break as a result of that freeze that happened in North Texas. So they have taken some of our days away. Luckily, they haven't added any to the end of the school year. But there's a lot of five-day weeks coming up. With the exception of Easter. And kids are not really enjoying this. It's just that time of year where it's work, 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 work. And then, of course, on top of that, we also have to consider it's coming up on testing season, whether it be uh, your standardized test. You have AP testing coming up. There's a whole lot of SATs and ACTs being given. And kids not only are taking tests, they are t- testing my patients. Left and right. I'm telling you, I I can't do a whole lot about that. But let me know how you guys are doing. So, Mama Chicken, tell me how life is treating you right now.
3: (laughs) I am two weeks away from spring break. Like, my spring break happens two weeks from now. Nice. So, (laughs) that's where we are. Um, We're wrapping up a paper in my class, and the kids are bonkers. Um, But I'm excited because for my most challenging class, who happens to be my AIG class, um, I am working with an outside educational coach or um, instructional coach, sorry, uh, who's a friend of mine. and He's trying out a new coaching method. And anyway, we are creating a project, base learning unit to do with the kids um, after spring break
1: and I think they'll love it so I'm kind of excited about that. Count what you were saying about just the kids being done. Nobody is entertained being here right now. Where I am we had kind of a front blow in today and I, I feel like that along with full moons always makes the kids extra energetic.
2: So, yeah.
1: So I'm eating my feelings and they taste like cheesecake.
2: Here's a topic. And I want you guys to take on this at the high school level where I am today um, on day of recording. Multiple students marched into my office out of class without permission. And they had a sizable laundry list of complaints about an AP teacher that they are having a difficult time. My take was, number one, everyone can't really sit in my office or fit in my office, so we all just kind of stood there, which raised a lot of eyebrows, and I let them say their piece. I asked them to be respectful. I asked them to be kind, but also tell the truth. So when students in my office tell the truth, that means they're going to curse. <laughs> they're going to say exactly what their feelings are. They're going to ignore what my rules are, and I have to kind of recenter it. But... The situation was this teacher was berating the entire class. There's 12 kids, six of them made it to my office. And she was, she was unkind, disrespectful. She criticized their work. And basically the summary was, if this is an AP art class, I expect AP effort and I expect AP students. And then in air quotes, they told me she said, you are not AP students. My question to you is, what do you do if you're in a role of high school staff? Teachers is this something that needs to be pushed up to admin or can you go intervene with the teacher? Like how can you make the situation better?
3: Um, I would say do not go to admin before investigating yourself because there's two sides to a story. And I love my students to death. And every day they complain to me about one of the teachers on our team. And I know that he's a good teacher. And I know that he does not take their BS. And he came down from high school to middle school. And he's not about girl drama. So he just soldiers on. And he doesn't tolerate it. And they can't fathom a teacher like that. And so I would not go to admin about him because I know he's doing what he's supposed to do. Now, I don't know all the particulars to your situation,
1: but I do wonder if you've talked to the teacher. Like I think that would be step one. I concur with my esteemed colleague, Mama Chicken. Yeah, also would be interested to hear from the teacher before getting admin involved, because honestly, I mean, I know it's an AP class, but I've had a lot of kids like turn in frankly half-ass work or give half-ass performances or give half-ass effort and then get bent out of shape when they get called on it. So it could be a matter of, yeah, it was half-ass work, but she just really didn't handle it very maybe professionally or gently or diplomatically or however you want to word that. But also like, It's entirely possible that she had a point with them not giving her AP level work. So it could be a thing where there might need to be some middle ground.
3: You, as as a counselor, can kind of mitigate the situation as well. I mean, I'm not saying you can solve it at all, but maybe talk to the teacher and see what their frustrations are. And maybe kind of bring it to, like, a hey, here's here's how your students are frustrated. Maybe we can work, work it out. Like, I don't know. It could be a good opportunity for some, like, reconciliation.
2: And I think that's a really great idea. Students asked if I could actually come to class with them tomorrow and talk to the teacher. And I told them that would feel like the teacher was probably under attack. So I'd rather have a conversation with the teacher beforehand, which... I reached out to the teacher and we're going to speak in the morning just to kind of, I want to convey the concerns of the students. And hopefully we can kind of find, like we said, a common ground in which we can continue to build upon. Because like I said, you've already been in this class for more than three quarters. So now the goal is just to make sure we can finish it strong and everyone can
3: to make sure that well, and-
2: learning experience is one for the rest of the year.
3: Yeah, and this is the time of the year everyone is a little bit frustrated. (laughs) And things
1: get (laughs) said. I won't lie. And I think, you know, especially with high schoolers, you can approach it from like, you know, look, nobody wants to be in a class where people are grumpy and there's like bad vibes, especially in art. Like, in order to do your best work, you need to have, you know... A clear, a clear head, and the vibes need to be decent, or else you're not going to be doing your best work. So, what can we do? This may be like a restorative conversation thing. Like, what can we do to cleanse the cleanse the energy?
2: Yes, we need to stage the whole wing yeah. of the school. I agree. Get some
1: <laughs> literal or metaphorical, your choice, but. Yeah, there needs to all be... all the sage. There, we, need to, we need to get some, some sage, like get some of those little Tibetan bowl thingies that you... <laughs> <laughs> like, thingy we bowl. Need to, we need to cleanse the vibes because there has been negative energy, and what can we do to get rid of address, it. address and move on so that nobody is having to walk into a room
2: where there's negative vibes? Or, yeah. buddy, you've got an interesting situation that you're willing to share. Feel free to let us know what's going on.
1: (laughs) Okay, so um, I am going to put a trigger warning on this one because this does involve talk of active shooter drill, lockdown drills, whatever you want to call it, and children. So um, trigger warning, if that is something that is not going to be good for your mental health, you might want to skip this section. Um, with that said, so I went to pick up the foo-foo from daycare today. And her teacher said, Oh, she did a great job with the, the drill thingy that we did today. And I thought they were talking like a fire drill because I know that's a thing that they do there. And I was like, Oh, did you guys have a fire drill? And she was like, No, the, the drill. It was like she was, couldn't remember what the technical name for it was. And she goes, the drill where we, the one where we turn off all the lights and we keep the kids quiet and we pretend that there's nobody in the room. My daughter's 18 months old. Her daycare is practicing active shooter drills. Oh,
2: shit. you've got to be kidding me.
1: Her teacher told me that the foo-foo was. Uh, did a great job with it. She was the only one that they didn't need to give a pacifier to, to help keep her quiet. They are, we, what the fuck? And I'm not going to apologize for my language on this because I am. God, honest to God, y'all up until now, I was just like angry and but now the emotions are coming. Um, What the oh, fuck okay. are we doing as a country? Oh. It is fucked up. So You're right. Pacifiers to keep them quiet during active shooter drills. Yes.
2: That is fucked up. This is absolutely absurd. I believe that, that like, I, I can't say it any differently. This is absolutely absurd that any daycare, foo foo or no foo foo, that we are practicing. A drill such as this with children at such an age. This is absolutely absurd.
1: We're the only civilized country in the world, and right now I'm putting civilized in air quotes because, again, what the fuck? Like, we're the only country on earth where this happens on such a regular basis that fucking daycares are now in a position where they feel like they need to practice for if something happens. Yeah. What the fuck are we doing as a country? And miss me with the, you know, good guy with a gun stops a bad guy with a gun. We already have statistically, like, enough guns in circulation, like, more than any other, again, civilized country on earth. So why are we the only ones that are having this problem?
3: Well, that was like the, uh, uh, somebody posted in our group chat about the room that like you pull out is bulletproof. That and wasn't... it made me, it made me sick to my stomach. I'm sorry count. Like I think it's a cool idea, but it made me sick to my stomach that we have to have it.
2: Oh, I hate like, it. Like I, I it. y'all, Suddenly, I wake up in the morning.
3: Is... Yeah. I wake up in the morning and I look in the mirror and I'm like, is this, is this the day? Like, because I work in a middle school. That's where a lot of angst happens. Like, is this today? I don't know. I like, I work in a classroom with partitions. Like, my door can be locked, and there are partitions on both sides. Like, they could... There there ain't no security. And then I'm sorry, I'm I'm on a rant, but I I hug my daughter goodbye and I tell her every day, I love you. And I look her in the eye and I say, I love you because I don't know. I don't know. And that scares me.
2: Sorry. When I became an educator. There was never a when I, I took that back when I became an educator. One of the furthest thoughts from my professional career was how to defend myself against someone who is armed, or what to do in a situation if someone comes on campus and they're armed, they want to harm someone. And I never thought that education was a profession in which you would worry about going to work and there would be a, the potential of not making it home safely or sending your children to school or daycare and them not making it home absolutely safe. Um, that was never a concern that crossed my mind, but having been in this profession for more than, for having been in this profession for almost two decades, I think about it way too often. Um, Like you were just mentioning, I think it's absolutely crazy that somewhere there are architects that design rooms that can change from a classroom to a um, bulletproof safe space that can house 30 people. When you unlock the door, shift the room and then lock it again. And it cannot be opened from the outside. That is ridiculous. And someone's capitalizing and making money and profit off of that. Like I, I, and it's, you know, that was in the state of Alabama, but I just don't understand how it's gotten to this point. And this is probably not the most positive episode out. Likely well, never no. be the host again. However.
3: Oh, it, count my, it, you're doing, wow. you're doing a wonderful
1: job.
2: The, like this is. I
3: mean, I,
1: I was bad. the one that killed the vibes. So. <laughs> Sorry. Well,
3: but like real talk, like as teachers, are we not concerned about this? And
1: like. I I, I don't. Okay, so so count, I think you're close to my age. I'm not gonna say actual numbers on the air because uh, <laughs> a, a lady doesn't reveal such things, but um, mama chicken, I know you're a, year, a couple of years, maybe older than me, but like, I was in high school when Columbine happened. It's been two over two decades. And we have done nothing.
2: Nothing. Yeah, I remember. I was in high school. Columbine happened as well, and I just remember the the. It was obviously news, national news, all across all across the the the, the nation. And like you said, nothing has been done. Oh, uh, it's it, it's ridiculous, and if you. Recount all of the shootings <laughs> the the massacres the the violent crimes that have taken place on school grounds, school property um, in classrooms that have to do with weapons, whether they be assault rifles, weapons, pistols, any of those things, and there's still been no legislation about firearms and yet here we are more than twenty years later
1: okay i have I have is one. it not mind boggling. I I have more fuck words to say if we have a moment. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Fuck, 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 fuck. Sorry. Okay. Isn't, isn't Tennessee the state where they're trying to ban, um, drag performances and dressing in drag in public?
2: That is the state that is doing that. Yes.
1: Can we get our fucking priorities in order here? Children are dying. Yes. And y'all want to worry about what some grown ass adult is wearing in public? Really? Exactly. Get your fucking priorities straight. And I'm looking at you too, Greg Abbott, because don't think for a second, Greg Abbott, Ken Paxton, Dan Patrick, Ted Cruz. I'm looking at all y'all. Thank you. Vomit.
2: Uh, not good. We got to do better.
1: And 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 now I need to go apologize to Baby Jesus for the no no words that I have been saying, but uh, I think Baby Jesus will forgive me because Grown Jesus flipped tables in the temple, so I think he gets it.
2: Hey guys, guess what? What's what? Up? We have a Patreon. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. A
1: Patreon. <laughs>
2: Yes, that's right. We have a Patreon for just as little as 5 to $10 a month. You can be a Patreon member of Teach New Drink Podcast. That will give you access to over 100 unreleased episodes. That gives you access to our movie watch parties. And when we go live, sometimes you can chime in and comment with us. Access to our Facebook page and all kinds of great things. We want to make sure that you guys have the opportunity to do so. So go ahead and sign up and join now. Woohoo! woo Do it, do it. Yeah, all the kids are
3: doing
2: it. We're going to play a game. And you've got three categories in which we are going to classify a few mainstays in your educational classroom. So these items can be tired, they can be wired, they can be inspired. But my first topic, or first item... Let's say fidget spinners. <laughs> I want to know what your thoughts on our fidget spinners.
1: I'm going to go with tired. Uh, fidget spinners are so 2016. <laughs> I have to agree. <laughs> like fidget
3: spinners. Yeah, I think a couple of years ago, they were still a thing, but tired for sure.
2: I'm going to go tired as well specifically because I have not handed a student a fidget spinner to try to keep them to keep your hands occupied in several years however I will say this I do keep one in my vehicle and sometimes when I'm driving if there's a lot of traffic and my nerves are uh, getting the best of me I will click a fidget spinner while I'm going one and a half miles per hour um, on our so there's that Next item. No, I, oh, I will oh, say
1: sorry, that, I, no, no, no. I was just going to say that, uh, like for their intended purpose, I get it. But, um, teaching middle school, the kids learned that anything can be airborne. If you have a dream, like, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, miss bunny. I did not throw it. I tossed it. I, I was just handing it to him. And he didn't catch it, and it fell. I didn't talk. He asked me a question. I I wasn't talking. I was just telling him that.
2: Yeah. I like when students say it wasn't. The problem wasn't me throwing it. It was them not catching it. Or he (laughs) decided to catch it with his face or with his teeth. (laughs) Maybe.
3: (laughs) See, my middle school students are not that savvy. They're, they're they're more like they will incriminate themselves. I threw it but like I didn't mean to throw it that way. I
1: love when they say it fell but it traveled twelve feet horizontally it fell from the sky. Instead of, <laughs> it it fell it fell horizontally, like it traveled twelve feet. We are now in the matrix. I, I guess, because that's that's my favorite line. I'm like, that is that is not what falling is. That is. No. But see, the great thing about middle school students is you could say, like,
3: wow, like in the matrix, like it just kind of <laughs> went, and then it went, and they start laughing because it's ridiculous, and then before you know it, you're like, you're going on the grid, and that's amazing. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs>
2: What about flare pins? Tired, wired, inspired. I have feelings on this, but I'll let you two go first.
3: Um, I'm going to go with tired just because, hear me out, I, I have another love. It's It's a different pin type. And flare pins... The the ink runs out on me because I write a lot. So,
1: there you go. What is your one true pen love, Mama Chicken? Oh, gosh. No, I can't think of it.
3: Um, ink Joy, is that it? It's, uh, oh, those are good. Yeah, yeah. Nice. They, they, they clickety-click and they write <laughs> write I don't know. They, they come in a variety of colors. They're amazing and they're they're smooth. Um, the the flare pins I loved for a while but they just run out of ink at a certain point
2: I will say this about flare pens: I'm over them and I'm also over students who used to try to sneak them off of my desk or by my document camera mm-hmm. and I would look for a particular color to highlight steps of solving equations or something along the math realm of this and then all of a sudden I'd be missing it, but yet then a student turns in their classwork and their name is written in powder blue. I was like, you don't have a powder blue pen. But I would only be inspired if a student was promising to do their work if I let them borrow a flare pen for the day. But that can get out of control if multiple students want it. Other than that, yes, I agree, they dry out way too fast.
1: If you must, I feel like this is some some reluctant parent giving their child a safe sex talk like if you have to like if you're going to um at least get the ticonderoga yellow pencils like pay a little more get the decent ones that don't shred themselves every time you put them in a pencil sharpener and that actually have an eraser that actually erases things instead of just smearing stuff around
2: I love the fact that you have a favorite and that takes me back to 2006 and (laughs) seven. My, those years of teaching, I, I taught next door to a particular math teacher and those are the only pencils that he used. And he swore by this and he gave me one, one day. And I was like, this is the best, you know, number two pencil that I've ever written. Uh, I was a fan. I
3: I, I gotta say like a bunny. I'm going to one up you. The okay. Ticonderoga black pencil. Ooh. I do it's like the black. same, like the black ones are like slicker on the outside, like the actual paint is like, I don't know, it's like a little like special pencil. But I gotta say, for me, pencils are wired because my kids, I love them, God loves them, they cannot bring a pencil to class. To save their life, and it's not a thing that I'm willing to, it's not a hill I want to die on. Like, whatever, you don't have a pencil. But my kids, and and I don't care, like, write with a pen, write with something I can read, not highlighter, because that sucks, it singes my eyeballs. (laughs) But my kids would are the type that would be like, I don't have a pencil, therefore, I do no work. Mm-hmm. And they just sit there and stare at you. And so, um, I have gotten to where I'm like, Oh, why are you sitting there? Why well, don't I have a pencil? Well, here you go. Like, I'm not going to give them a, a hard time about it. that being said. I, I, I'm, I've gotten to the point where I used to just have a jar of pencils. And now I'm like, you must ask me personally for a pencil. And I'm gonna say, "Where's your pencil?" And then I give it to you. But anyway, <laughs> pencils are lit in my I like world. It. I like it. They're like a crazy form of
1: currency. And I think you you teach a subject that may involve uh, corrections and and more than one writing, draft of writing, something, and yeah, writing every day. Yes, that's, that's what I tell them.
2: All right, folks, that's going to do it for this episode of Teacher Needs to Drink Podcast. I, as your yes, teacher, a.k.a. your substitute teacher, would like to thank the two lovely, lovely ladies that joined us today. First and foremost, I'd love to thank Mama Chicken. Thank you for being here.
3: Aw, uh, thanks, Kel. Right. I miss you guys, and I love talking with you and mwah, to our uh, listeners.
2: And thank you for that. I would also like to extend my thanks to the lovely Bonnie O'Hare.
1: Thank you for inviting me. And uh, thank you for being patient with my spilling my emotionals all over the place.
2: Thank you. Quite all right. We actually welcome it. That'll do it. All right. Okay. That is all from us here at teaching spring podcast. You've heard our stories we want to make sure you guys are taking care of yourselves, take care of your own mental health, hug your loved ones, be supportive of your coworkers, reach out to your friends if you're struggling, um, and make sure on a daily basis you are doing something to help take care of yourself. So, with that being said, in the famous words of Elvis, deep breath, deep, tricks and cheers! <laughs> take that sick day, motherfucker. Oh, I'm so bad. <laughs> Okay, so i got to try to not be honest. Okay, I'm going to see how to end this. All
0: right, folks. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Teacher Needs a Drink podcast. I have no, no, no limit to the amount of love that I have for Count Chocolate and Bunny O'Hare and for Mama Chicken for stepping in and helping lead this so I could take a break and take a little time off. It means the world to me and I'm so glad I have friends and just great people like that in my life. They bring me so much joy and I think they're great for you guys too. And so I appreciate everyone for listening. I thank everyone who's joined the Patreon for bearing with us. It was kind of light month. And I'd also like to thank all of you for listening and our fine sponsors at Ludlam Dramatics. If you are a theater teacher or no one in your building, go to Ludlam Dramatics and stock up on great Goods for your classrooms. All right, folks, I'm going to take one more week off. I believe Miss Shirley Tempers got the next episode and then I'll be back after that. All right, everyone. I love you. Take care of yourselves. Mental health is key. Take a break when you need it. Cheers.